John, thank you so much for coming back on the show. And look at this uh, fantastic new studio that you're in. Is the whiteboard gone? The whiteboard is safely locked away. Uh, it's it's doing its job. It's over in another room. We decided to move over so that there's a, uh, it can do its thing and uh, we can do this. That, awesome. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I, John Justice, Vice President at Google and Head of Product at Google Stadia, that's who I'm talking to right now. And I really, really appreciate him coming back on the show for a second time. If you haven't checked out the first time, go back and watch that video because he told us some awesome stuff. It's been a while since the last time we spoke. Is there anything that you weren't allowed to tell me last time that you can tell me today or anything that's changed since the last time we spoke? Uh, well, we're about to ship. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty exciting around here. Let's see. Uh, the, uh, I think the biggest things that we couldn't talk about last time were about um, uh, launch games coming out, those sorts of things. We just talked about them. Uh, I didn't even know that we needed to talk so much about when the uh, the controllers are being delivered, but we talked about that a bunch uh, actually in an AMA yesterday. So try to go clear up any confusion that we had there. I think uh, I think really what's on my mind and everybody around here, everybody's really excited for next week. There's just this this great energy. Yeah. So I mean, we're la- you're launching on Tuesday. Uh, that's got to be pretty exciting. I know that there's a lot of people who are incredibly excited for Stadia uh, and, and especially all the, the cool things that you've shown us that we're going to be able to do with Stadia. But what features are there that are not going to be available at launch? Like, I don't know, elastic computing or parties. Obviously, we we already know that family um, sharing is not going to be available at launch. But what what else is not going to be there at launch? Well, we went through yesterday and 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 talked a lot about it. Uh, tried to be really clear about, hey, this is day one stuff versus the mm-hmm. rest. But the the thing I focus on the most is actually what's the week two and the week four and the week six because the way we run things around here at Google is everything's a service, and so yeah. just like your Google Maps keeps getting better, keeps getting better, it keeps. Um, getting locations, it keeps just getting smarter and more useful. Uh, we do that with state. And so we get the benefit of being able to see that every week because we've been testing it, we call it dog fooding it. Um, so we, we dog food the, uh, the product. And so we get to see all the changes getting better every week. Uh, but now we'll be rolling it out to everybody else. So you'll be able to see this stuff come on. So what, one of the things that we're working on a lot on the whiteboard here is both, okay, what's happening in, um, the week two and three and four, and then making sure that we're ready to go listen to people and hear, hey, uh, when everybody gets their their bundles, I'm sure we'll hear things that we didn't expect. And so we wanna be able to listen really quickly and then go, uh, go, go react, go make sure that we're doing the things that are most important for folks. Awesome. Um, are all games going to require controller support so that they will work on the TV? Or are you going to allow developers to say, uh, this is a mouse and keyboard game, you're going to have to play it on a computer? Today, everything works on both uh, gamepad and it works on mouse and keyboard. We're doing that just to make sure all the games can be accessible the most number of places. We want them all to work, um, however you decide to play. 
I think if you go down the road, there are some games that are really text heavy that might make sense to do more uh, just mouse and keyboard. I think there are some things we could look at it later on, but today everything works on both. Fair enough. Um, this wasn't on one of the questions that I talked to talked to you about earlier, but I uh, just finished yeah. watching the Inside Xbox, and there they had reps there from EA. Now, previously, when Phil Harrison was standing in your giant uh, white room, uh, we saw the EA logo fly past him, but we haven't heard yeah. anything about that relationship since. Can we still expect that EA and Google are working together? I think you can still expect that we're working, we're working to go bring every game on the platform. The timing uh, and the announces, really that's up to the partner. Mm -hmm. So it's up to EA when they want to talk about what they're, what they're doing with us. It's up to, it's up to each one of them. They each have their times that they want to go talk about their release plans. So as much as I would like to say more on it, it's really up to them when they want to talk. So everybody who's been tweeting at Google Stadia like nonstop, when is this coming? When is that coming? If they really want to know, then they should be sending those inquiries to the publisher of the game. Yeah, that's probably a, it's a good way to do it. It's it's nice for us to know, hey, what are people most excited about? And that's helpful. That's true. But, uh, but we can't usually answer the question. <laughs> that's fair enough. Um, will you separate multiplayer games based on control input type? So if I sit down with a mouse and keyboard and yeah. my son is playing with a controller, we would be in separate pools so that I wouldn't just smoke him with my amazing skill with WASD. Yeah, uh, that's up to the developers. Okay. So we give some guidelines, but it's up to the devs because sometimes they have really good experiences that are across the input types. Uh, and sometimes it's definitely better to keep those things separate, but it's up to them. Fair enough. Um, let's okay. Let's talk about exclusives for a moment. I know that the uh, Stadia Games and Entertainment has uh, their stuff led up by or uh, he headed up by Jade Raymond. You just opened up the Montreal studio. Say that again. Are you going to try to get me to announce some exclusives? No, no. Uh, so, but I know that you just announced the the Montreal studio, and you got the London studio and the Tokyo studio. Like, how many studios are you guys planning on uh, running at any at any one time? Is it just going to be those three, or can we expect more? I think uh, that's one I'm going to have to pass on. Fair enough. That's that's fair. It's yeah, that one's up to uh, actually Jade running the studio. She decides when she wants to go announce each of those and uh, mm -hmm. as, she, as she brings them online. But uh, I think I'll save that one for her. All right. Speaking of exclusives, don't worry. I'm not going to ask you about exclusives. Um, let's say that something is a PC exclusive on the Epic Games Store. Like uh, Epic right. has partnered with some company to make a game uh, this is a PC exclusive on Epic Games. Does that prevent it from being on Stadia since Stadia is not really a PC and it's not really a console? Yeah, for us, uh, Stadia, it's its own platform. Uh, so I, everyone who's working on us, they do work to go bring the titles over to us. They write to our APIs. They do some things to make sure it's, it's going to be great on Stadia. Uh, so it doesn't really fit as one of the other uh, systems. But the way people manage exclusivity, 
they actually go write that stuff directly into their game contracts and they say, hey, it can be on these platforms and not these platforms. So it's really, it's different based on every given game. So it's there is no definition of this is what it means to be exclusive to, okay. you know, console exclusive, uh, PC exclusive, whatever. They actually go and write in the names of the places where it can't be in the contract. So I, I, it could be safe to say that since nobody knew about Stadia until recently, then it's probably not in many of those contracts, and those developers might be or, and publishers might be able to do whatever they want. I, you probably can't answer into, that, can you? <laughs> uh, yeah, we probably say back row, but it's uh, it's not something that you'd say, hey, blanket, this kind of exclusivity or this kind of exclusivity hits it. It's really something that you work out uh, publisher by publisher. All right. Um, what's the worm game? Or is that a <laughs> fake? <laughs> what worm game? I don't know uh, what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, all right, that's, that's a bit of an a inside thing. Oh, the speculation has been hilarious. Uh -huh. um, whenever you bring up a platform, you usually have some kind of game that you go use inside the team. It's only ever played by the team, and you use it to test out all your features in advance. So that's something that some devs on our team wrote, and we play it internally whenever we bring on a new feature. So something like, hey, we're working on YouTube features or something else. That's something that we go and we first play it through the worm game. Uh, we didn't, never expected uh, folks to know about it, but it, it is, this might be interesting. Go look and see. Try if you can figure out what those internal test titles were on uh, other platforms as they came along, because there's always one. Oh, that's very, very interesting. Uh, oh, thank you. I, I, I honestly, I thought for sure it was a fake. So uh, I was flabbergasted that it was a real thing. I, so there you go. You heard it here first, guys. Um, do you have yeah. any plans to integrate YouTube music with stadia so let's say i'm playing a game i can like let's say i'm playing uh grid the racing game i could then listen to my youtube music playlist in game while i'm playing kind of like you can with spotify and ps4 i don't have any plans yet is it something you want um i mean not for me because i tend to just do my own thing for music but i know a lot of people were asking me about it so that's why i decided to forward okay. it to you are you advocating for this to go on the whiteboard? I'm just checking. I think they are. I think they are. If if you were to ask <laughs> me where it goes on the whiteboard, it would be very down towards the bottom and off to the right. But I know that there's a lot of people out there who might want it a little higher and to the left. Got it. Got it. All right. Um, cool. Let's let's talk about collector's editions of games. That's a very very yeah. um, common thing that we see where a, a, a studio will make a game and they're going to do this cool collector's edition with a bunch of physical stuff that you can buy. Is Stadia going to allow publishers to sell collector's editions that have physical stuff with a Stadia code in the box? Let's see. Um, there isn't any place where we're doing it right now. We'll do collector's editions with a bunch of um, with digital things. So... Uh, having DLC come along with a game, things like that. That's mm -hmm. kind of what you're used to in digital stores. Uh, something I'd be open to. Will there be any way to take a code and like redeem it for a specific game? Or go ahead. We will have code support, and so like the infrastructure is there. That something like that. It seems like it should be possible. There isn't anybody we're working with on that now. Okay. Um, Google is known as a company that puts ads like everywhere. Uh, 
I've seen a lot of people wondering if Stadia is going to have ads on it. So that was my chance to ask. There's nothing in there right now. Okay, but you're not going to say never. Uh, I think I've learned in... <laughs> right. I've learned in my experience... You know, there's, don't don't ever say that this this kind of thing is impossible. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't need plans for it. Right okay, now. so un unlikely is is your answer for that. It's not on the whiteboard. Uh, it's not on the whiteboard. Oh, the all powerful whiteboard. Um, yeah. Uh, here's a, here's one that somebody sent in to me yesterday. Can you buy the games that are Stadia Pro games, or are they exclusives to St to Stadia Pro? Uh, you can still buy them. We know some people want to, uh, or uh, hey, want to make sure that I that I keep access, and maybe I won't be pro for a while, something like that. So yeah, we'll let you buy them too. Um, if uh, well, okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask about prices because you guys obviously aren't ready to share that information yet, unless I'm wrong. We're not announcing individual pricing. Fair and enough. You can go look. We'll be in line with the rest of the stuff that's out there. Awesome. Um, Let's say I'm playing and I lose connection or something. Does the game yeah. auto save where I am, or or is my character running off into the distance someplace and I can't see it? Yeah. So each individual game. So games, most of them, they have a form of their their own auto save that they kind of mm -hmm. do periodically, whether it's get to a checkpoint or whether it's time based. For us, we add something on where we're going to hold your game around for up to 15 minutes after you go and um, let's say that you had an issue, whatever, we're gonna hold it there for 15 minutes, regardless of whether there was some kind of an autosave, so you could still come back to it. That's handy for something like, hey, I wanna pause it and switch screens, something like that. But if you forget about it and leave it there for a few hours, then, uh, then it'll just reload from your last checkpoint. So could you use the state share button in order to make a, you know how like if I'm on my on my switch, I can just hit the home button yeah. and shut it, and then come back later. Could I use the state share button to do basically the same thing, so that I can just open it up and turn it on at exactly the same point that I was? It's up to the game whether the game actually goes and whether they're going to just hold your progress from the point that you exited. Because some of them, it's part of the game design where they want to make sure that you can only continue your progress from the point of you know, single save point. So we'll hold it kind of like it's paused for that 15 minutes. And then after that, it's up to the game. Uh, so, so state share is one of those features that's not going to be available at launch. Is that because it, like it, the games have to be designed around state share or, or is it because a lot of the, 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 uh, the launch games are, are ported games? Yeah, this is one I think folks kind of took this the wrong way when we talked about it. The uh, state share and actually a bunch of these other game features, they're in the system now. They, oh, they, they are. Work. They're just, it's just that the games have to take advantage of it. And so the games that are using it, we, they just come along when the games come along. And so when those games, when they send them to us and we put them up on the store, then you get to use it through the games. But it's just kind of cool. As those games come on, then uh, you get to use those features. So theoretically, uh, a game that is already launched will will pick Assassin's Creed uh, as one that's uh, it's going to be a launch yeah. game, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, so Assassin's Creed, yeah. they can update 
later to patch that in, or is that like a really difficult thing for them to do? Oh, it's exactly what you said. They can go do an update and they can go, go add some code. There is some code that you have to go add to go support it. So the games do have to have to do that, but that's something absolutely they could add. I was kind of working from the idea that overall, um, once the engines support Stadia, it's not that different from porting from Xbox to PlayStation or PlayStation to Stadia once the engines support it. But when you were being interviewed for Tested, you said something along the Mm -hmm. lines of they really have to do a lot more to build from the ground up. Is... Am I misunderstanding, or is, does that mean that there's um, a, a bunch of work that has to happen in order to get a game to run on Stadia, or is that just for capturing its features, the extra features? So it it depends on what platform they're on right now, but it's it's pretty similar to moving from one of the existing systems to another today. It's it's pretty close in work, and that, that takes amounts of work. Uh, it depends. There, there are games out there that might be written. Uh, originally, they were written as an exclusive for some platform, and so they they've got a bunch of dependencies on really specific ways of doing things. And there are others that already are on a few platforms, and so it's easy to generally bring it to a new one. So I'd say it's about what you'd expect if you're a game dev who's moving between platforms today. Um, and there are parts of it that you're going to do that will be specifically lighting up uh, new things for Stadia. That's stuff like, hey, if you're taking advantage of state share or um, you know, the other kind of YouTube features, mm-hmm. those are things where there isn't a good comparison to other places today. So you really are doing that for the first time. It's not a huge lift, but it is new work. Okay. Uh, so you brought up uh, YouTube. This is my yep. most important question as a streamer. Um, can right. I stream whiteboard? Yeah, there's my whiteboard right over there. And I want to know, can I stream to branded YouTube channels? So for instance, I have one account. Well, I actually have a bunch of accounts, but I have a Google account. And then under that, I have like a bunch of different YouTube accounts. So can I stream yeah. to run, jump, stomp today and then stream to StadiaCast tomorrow? Okay. So the way you'd stream now, so starting, starting next week, You'd stream like you do today. You'd go capture the way you do today. You'd go use your same software workflow, use the same thing, and you could have the exact same destinations that you uh, that you have today. As we go add more kind of native creator support, the kinds of native creative support, that's where we'll go plug into the software that you use, so we can go capture the really really high quality cloud version of the stream and send that to where you want to send it. But think of it as we're taking the workflow you've got now with the software you've got now, and we're just going to go plug into that. So nothing changes for you now except the place that you're capturing from. So, okay, are you saying that at launch, native streaming won't be available for somebody who doesn't currently have a crazy setup like mine? For people who don't have crazy setups like yours, they can capture, so they can capture what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so they'll be able to capture that that thing and then we'll add lots of ways for them to be able to share that. But that's that's not for people with crazy setups like yours. For okay. people like crazy, with crazy setups like yours and your whiteboard, for you, we know that you have lots of needs. Yes, we do. <laughs> so with, yeah, so with that, 
we want you to be able to capture how you do today off of the screen that you want to play on mm -hmm. um, and then take that and then just use your software workflow. And then what we'll add, uh, we'll be adding over the next months is more plugging straight into that workflow so that you can go get that pristine copy that's, uh, that's handled in the cloud and you don't have to deal with um, you don't have to deal with any kind of uh, download and re-encode. Right, upload. right. So if my son wants to start streaming tomorrow or uh, next Tuesday, he can he can he just hit the the capture button or he can just capture. In your house, I would have him start with your setup. Well, let, let's <laughs> say that he's not allowed. We'll we'll pretend that he's not yeah. allowed. Can he just hit capture? He'd just be capturing. So he could capture the clips there. Uh, there isn't a live stream off the controller. Is that a future a feature for the future? Uh, that's something that we're looking at. So it is on the whiteboard, uh, though. I think there's a lot of focus now on both the kind of capture and share mm -hmm. out of there. So the non live uh, off the controller and then making sure that people creators who already have a good setup that we can go plug into their setups. Awesome. And so because you're saying we can just plug in, we don't have to worry about the Chromecast HDCP or anything like that? That's, uh, well, so how do you, I guess actually we should probably talk through your setup <laughs> offline and what yeah, you plug yeah, yeah. into and all that. Whether you're streaming off of PC or whether you want to go stream off what monitor you use and right. there's a bunch of details. That's That's something where we're not trying to replace the way that creators go create. Uh, we don't think that's the right path for us, and so mm -hmm. we're not trying to make it so that the stuff that we're building into the sharing off the controller and that experience, which is, that's really more about sharing with your friends today and working for everybody. We're not trying to use that to replace high-end creator experiences. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I'll ask you the HDCP thing later on. Uh, let me ask you about um, hardware. Yeah. Uh, can you explain the reasons that the controller can only be used wirelessly with the Chromecast? And I don't mean, why can't you plug the controller into the Chromecast? I mean, yep. why yep. can't you use it wirelessly with everything else? Because I, I know a lot of people are confused by that. Yeah, it, this is just a focus on the place where it's going to make the biggest difference right now uh, for launch. And so we'll bring it to the the others. We'll do that do that soon. But uh, in our testing, we're seeing, hey, clearly the wireless experience should be awesome in the living room. Mm -hmm. And then, and you're plugging in on something like here you go, something like this. It's actually really easy to just plug it in, and it's really easy to go plug into. You're usually sitting right by your PC when you use it, so that's a really easy experience today. And so, just as a focus thing for a launch. We wanted to make sure that ex the living room wireless experience was great. And then we uh, uh, we just had a plug-in for now. Later on, you can either plug-in or you can connect wirelessly. We'll support both. Um, you, you know, you were holding up the controller just then uh, with the, uh, with the it looked like a Pixel 4 attached to it. Um, or uh, actually, it was a Pixel 3 XL, I think. Uh, have, have, you guys, have you guys considered at all making... Um, a dumb screen for that that is not a phone. It's just a Wi-Fi enabled screen that would work with Stadia that you could make very cheaply. It is not on the whiteboard today. <laughs> so now uh, instead what we've been looking at is how do we go bring this to all the screens you already have? Mm -hmm. And so we don't 
have to buy a bunch of things to be able to go use this. So instead, uh, we wanted to go work on whatever it is you have. So bring it to as many phones out there, bring it to as many, yeah, all the screens you already have. All right, fair enough. Um, when can we be uh, expect to be able to play without Wi-Fi on our phones? Uh, I'm going to hold back on saying, hey, it's this date or another. Of course. We have planned weeks for, hey, this week, this week, this week. But I also want to wait until we're out there and people are using us because it's really important to us that we listen and adapt. And so if other things come through as these are the top feature requests, these are what people really need, we'll adjust our plan. So I don't want to promise something to you right now and then of course. Uh, and then go change it later on. But, uh, but it's on the whiteboard. You're not waiting for 5G though, right? No, no. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, is there any chance of uh, a third-party Wi-Fi Stadia controller? So let's say like PDP decides to make a controller. Can they make a controller that works with Stadia through Wi-Fi? Oh, I don't see any reason why not eventually. Okay. Uh, I think that'd be, that'd be eventually. Uh, we're focused, you know, first we want to make sure that we work on everything you have. Mm -hmm. So have really broad support for all the controllers people already have because we want it to be super easy for people to come on. And then we want to have our own controller be great. So that's where our focus has been. Uh, I think we're open to doing things like that, but, um, uh, yeah, first is make it work as broadly as you can. Hey, actually, the question you asked just a minute ago on working wirelessly, just wanted to make sure that, that I had that right. You're talking about wirelessly connecting to the screen, right? The controller wirelessly connecting to the screen. So, yes. Yeah, so yeah. I can use the controller and I can be on whatever screen I have and it doesn't really care yeah. because it's Wi-Fi. Right, right, right. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's fine. You were saying about waiting for 5G. I'm saying, no, oh. we wouldn't wait for 5G. Oh, well, okay. Now I think we're talking about two different questions. So I was talking about using the controller wirelessly with whatever in the house, but then I was also asking about, you know, taking my controller out of the house away from yeah. Wi-Fi. Glad I asked. Glad I asked. Um, so we want to make sure that you've got a great connection right now. There's a lot of variance over LTE. If mm -hmm. you're trying to go do it over LTE. I've actually tested over LTE and sometimes it's fine. Uh, we can we can scale down the data to, to be pretty low, but there's so much variance that um, that right now we want to make sure it's great on Wi-Fi and great uh, you know Chromecast on uh, Wi-Fi or, or wired. Um, so making it work over LTE, it's you know there's a lot of bad LTE out there. <laughs> there so, is. Uh, uh, so I think, yeah, really our focus is going to be on making Wi-Fi great and making the, uh, wired connections great. So I guess that, that brings up that question again for playing yeah. away from Wi-Fi. Are you guys waiting for 5g then? Uh, for now, yeah. for now. Okay. That's fair. Um, oh, oh gosh, where I lost my spot cause we, we got distracted. Um, Oh, can you connect the controller to multiple Wi-Fi points so that, you know, I can use it here and then I can go someplace else and connect to that Wi-Fi point at a friend's house without yeah. forgetting my first one? Uh, you can go do that. You can go repair uh, and go go bring that in. Um, let's see. 
you, you can definitely go uh, bring it in on the next, and yeah, it'll go uh, connect up and remember. What's the first game that you're going to play once it goes? I know that you're playing like all the time now anyway, because you don't have anything better to do than to play video games. But what's the first game you're going to play when it, when you go live? Oh, all right. Now that you've asked me, I, I don't know. Um, boy. You don't want to call out one of your partners. I, <laughs> I guess you could say all of them. All, all of them. them are. But, um. Uh, well, I've been playing them all as soon as they come on. Uh-huh. And so there are a lot that are, uh, we're in the point now where games are coming on like in a, every day. Mm-hmm. And so I've been, uh, so whatever comes on next, uh, it will be whatever it is I'm playing. That's fair. Um, football manager, there seemed to be a little confusion about whether or not that's a launch game. The director of football manager tweeted out, I thought we were a launch game, uh, unless we're misunderstanding their tweet. Can you clear that up? Oh, that, that's one. We got a bunch of games, actually, that we listed them as 2019. There were a bunch of games that were currently going through the final steps to go get into the store and onto Stadia. And so we just didn't know 100% whether okay. they'd be through everything on that day or whether they're like one day later. So there's there's a batch of stuff that we said, hey, this is on uh, the 19th. And that was stuff that was already ready to go, already there. And then there are some others that were like, okay, we don't know whether it'll be on the day or a day after, or maybe even a week after, you know, whatever that, uh, that. And so, so we just didn't say it'd be on the 19th for sure. Uh, football manager was one of those in that, in that case. Okay. Um, it just there, wasn't through. Is there any misinformation or confusion, things that people are confused about that you want to make sure that you get the chance to set the record straight with everyone? Because I know that there's a lot of people who are confused because the information is a little bit cloudy. Yeah, I think the question about what games will be there, I think that's that's a good one. We were trying to be super clear about no matter what, these will be there on the 19th and then these will be there within the rest of 2019. Mm-hmm. A bunch of those 2019 games will actually be there on the 19th. We just wanted to send something out to let people know oh, okay. and uh, not all the way through testing. So uh, I think you'll just see, we'll keep, we'll keep adding games and you'll see them come along. We just wanted to go make sure people knew, knew what was there for sure, no matter what on day one. So day one is the 19th. Is December 19th yeah. the next time that we would find out about the next pro thing, or is it going to be at a different time each month, or is it not going to be at a set uh, cadence? We're going to announce that one separately, so hold off on that, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about it soon. Awesome. Uh, well, John, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show and talk to me. You are uh, a, a gentleman for coming on this show. You're awesome. Thanks very much. It's great talking to you, and uh, thanks to all your fans. Uh, it's been great. We're we're really excited to get this out there and let everybody play. As excited as you are, I think that the the rest of us are probably more excited. <laughs> it, it could be. We're we're uh, we're so busy. It's uh, it's hard to even take time for anything, but just uh, getting everything ready to go. But thanks again. Really enjoyed talking to you. And and then uh, and say hi to Lloyd. I will. If you maybe someday you'll actually get to talk to him. He's just been so busy.